Welcome to the Two Minute Wake Up Podcast. My name is John Warner and I'm passionate about seeing you wake up to who you were created to be. In conversation with the serpent, the shrewd creature brought a compelling sales pitch and Eve was enamored. Genesis 3.6 says that the woman was convinced. She saw that the tree was beautiful and its fruit looked delicious and she wanted the wisdom it would give her. So she took some of the fruit and ate it. Then she gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it too. Forbidden fruit. There's something so alluring about what is forbidden. In this narrative, the fruit from the tree of knowledge of good and evil was forbidden because God made it that way. Talking to Adam, Genesis 2 describes the creator warning, you may freely eat the fruit of every tree in the garden except the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. If you eat its fruit, you are sure to die. In response to this prohibition, the serpent pushes back, painting a tempting image. You won't die. God knows that your eyes will be opened as soon as you eat it, and you will be like God, knowing both good and evil. For something to be forbidden, there needs to be an authority standing over the thing, making it so. Choosing to eat from forbidden fruit requires some assumptions. One, we need to believe that what is forbidden will actually provide satisfaction for an unmet longing. And two, we need to value autonomy over the authority. Now about satisfaction, an honest look at the world around us would tell us that we're often poor judges of determining what will bring satisfaction. I recently ordered a gourmet hamburger with all the fixings, thinking, thinking it would serve as a delicious way to satisfy my hunger. Instead, it gave me stomach pains and bad gas. About autonomy. Western culture values autonomy seemingly above almost anything else. Ironically, if the script of Genesis 3 were written today, Eve would be a heroine, leading her husband on a journey of discovery. They would be lauded for boldly choosing wisdom and knowledge through experience of what is forbidden over a controlled security. So lame. Additionally, it isn't a stretch to, these, to see the serpent being viewed as a heralded guide, pointing our heroes on their quest towards enlightenment and freedom from the chains of bondage set up by a villainous deity. Friends, I have an honest question. How do you feel that's working out for Western society? And another question in all of this, if you believe in God, what is God actually like? In his Four Loves, C.S. Lewis observes that a parent's love for a child acts in order to eliminate the child's need for the parent. God's love, in contrast, it's actually not at, at its best when he has become optional and no longer needed, but it's at its best when we become dependent on him in continually maturing ways. First John declares that God is love and all who live in love live in God and God lives in them. Friends, if God is love and dependent connection on him is part of living in the moving, twisting, swirling dance of love in the world, then I choose dependence. Waking up to who you are created to be is coming to realize that sometimes decisions towards autonomy can lead to new chains. 
And sometimes dependence leads to new freedom. Thanks for listening to the Two Minute Wake Up. Yesterday was a milestone for the podcast as we blew through a thousand listens. Thanks to all of you who are coming along on this journey. My name is John and I hope that our time together helps you wake up to who you were created to be.